Welcome, welcome to episode one of the Heads Together podcast. So because this is the first episode, I just want to kind of go over what you can expect. I was going to record a trailer episode, but I've got to be honest, I'm so impatient and I was so excited to record this first episode that I just wanted to dive straight into it. So I just thought, you know what, I am going to quickly run through at the beginning of this episode what you can expect to come on the podcast. I'm Jill Mokes. I'm a business coach, mentor and growth strategist. And this podcast is going to be my way of doing three things. One is going to be coaching. So there will be solo episodes like this one, which are going to be all around different topics that I believe are crucially important when it comes to growing and scaling your business. Okay. The second thing we're going to do, the second type of episode, if you like, that we will have on the podcast will be showcase episodes. And so those are going to be interviews with some of my favorite people. These are going to be my clients. Some of them will just be my absolute business besties. Um, but it's going to be really showcasing the amazing businesses that some of the other CEOs in my life have to offer. And the third kind of episode, and this is something I'm really excited about, and this is where I want you to get involved too, as you're listening. And this is around live coaching episodes. So as a listener, you're going to have the opportunity to apply to the podcast to come on live and receive coaching live with me. Um, I mean, we'll, I will coach you live. It'll be recorded to go out at a future date, but you and I will be coaching live. And it will be around any topic that you feel will move the needle for you the most in your business right now. So I'm so excited to get that going. And in the show notes for today's episode, you'll find a link and that's where you'll be able to apply for live coaching on the podcast. Okay. So check that out afterwards. In the meantime, like I say, today's episode, we're looking at whether you're building a light version of your dream business. So let's dive into today's episode. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week via intimate coaching conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities, building authentic relationships and creating the abundant full fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe when you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So, are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. One thing I've noticed and this is a pattern with a lot of the clients I coach. 
they'll often come to me with an idea they want to bring to life. So, I mean, I don't often coach startup businesses, um, but when I have, this is very common. Um, but even with more established business owners who maybe have an idea for a pivot or maybe they have an idea for just some vision they want to bring to life in their business. And they'll bring this idea to me and they'll tell me how passionate they are about it. How, you know, they, they just, it's this fantastic idea and they can't wait to tell me about it. And they, and then they go on to tell me about it and they end up giving me this really sanitized, realistic version of what they want to build or create. It's almost like they've had this amazing idea and then they've automatically dumbed it down to fit into the mold of what they really think they might be able to achieve. Being realistic, you know, the dreaded R word that I like to ban from my business. And with those kind of clients, really, it's only after some intensive and deep coaching conversations that we get to the truth about what they're really passionate about and what they really want to build. So what I want to talk about today is this habit that we have of building a lighter version of what we want to do and what it really means to go all in, to build that full fat version. It all starts with backing yourself to win. Here's the thing. Many of us were brought up to believe that we have to be a certain way or kind of have a certain personality type to be really successful. And I mean like wildest dreams successful. So we're brought up to believe that there's like this limited number of slots available. And those slots always go to like the most competitive people, the most deserving, the most confident. Maybe it's the most ambitious or fearless. And here's the thing. This holds us back. This holds us back because straight away we deselect ourselves. So I want you to think about what comes up for you when I ask you, why not you? When it comes to building your dream business, and I mean your wildest dreams as abundantly successful financially, reputationally, whatever that looks like for you, why not you? And I'll bet there's some common limiting beliefs that come up because these are the things that I see a lot, things I've experienced myself too. Things like, well, I'm not experienced enough or I'm not well known enough in my industry, or maybe it's I'm too old. I thought that one for a while. I didn't start my first business till I was 41. So I must admit, you know, there were, there have been times when I thought, oh, I'm too old to do that. I've left it too late. It's not true. None of this is true. Maybe it's no one will listen to me. Maybe it's I'm too unorganized. Maybe, and this is a big one, maybe it's because I've tried before and I didn't do it. And another one that, my goodness, I would love a pound or a dollar for every time I heard this one, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for that. So think about what comes up for you. So take, for example, I'm not ready. Why are you not ready? 
well, you know, my website's not good enough or I don't have a big enough audience. or Maybe I need another qualification before I can really pivot to what I want to do. Think about what comes up and then think, are these, are these things I'm saying actually true? Or are they stories that I tell myself? Here's an interesting question. When you think about that big, full fat version of the business you'd love to run, the business that would just give you tick all of the boxes in terms of what you want from life. Has anyone else on the planet ever achieved that? I bet they have. I bet they have. I bet your goal, if you're listening to this podcast, I doubt your goal is to be an astronaut. Maybe it is. If so, talk to me, we'll make it happen. Joking aside, you know, the chances are that the abundant full fat business that you want, other people have it. Other people have achieved it. Why not you? And here's the thing. You don't have to be the best or the smartest to build the business of your dreams. But here's what you do have to do. You have to choose yourself. You've got to back yourself to win. And that's one of the hardest mindset lessons to master, to be honest. You know, to genuinely, and and these aren't just sound bites. Saying to yourself things like, I deserve success. I am good enough. I believe in myself. I trust myself. I'm ready. These need to be things you believe. They can't just be sound bites. They can't, they can't even just be affirmations. Saying it over and over, it'll help. But I want you to step into it. Believe it. Make it real for you. Make it true. Because let me tell you one thing. No one is going to give you permission to be successful. So I need you to stop seeking constant external validation. Stop waiting for a clear sign from the universe that it's your time. Manifestation has its place, but seriously, just stop waiting for signs. Seize it, take it, decide that you're backing yourself to win. Choose yourself. Don't keep trying to compete with other people. Don't copy others to the tiniest detail what they're doing. Back yourself, trust yourself to figure out your way of doing it. Stop waiting. And here's the thing. Don't just imitate other people and the way they've done things. Be inspired by them by all means. And there's nothing wrong with studying those who, who provide a ton of inspiration and illustrate what's possible for you. But just, just stay open to gleaning the information that serves your dreams and goals. Don't try and emulate every tiny nuance of their life and their business. But know this, that seeing other people doing things their way, seeing those who've gone for before you, you know, maybe it is those gurus that you admire um, out there in the biz world. Seeing that they've done it, that they've achieved it, that should inspire you to do the same. That shows you it is possible. These are not superhumans. Okay? You need to start showing up exactly as you are. Be ready. 
Just make a decision that you're ready to go all in, to go with the big vision, not the light version. Just start focusing on your mission, not your competitors, yours. Uncover your own style, your voice, your way of doing things and start having an opinion. Start sharing your knowledge and those opinions. Have a stance, right? Take a stance. Make a stand for something. And start making authenticity your absolute non-negotiable. And I get it. Trust me, I really get it that choosing yourself like this, it can feel scary. It will feel like you're exposed. It will. And I know you're going to keep craving that validation to really aim big. But the truth is you don't have to. And there's one thing I know for sure from my own journey. I really know this for sure. When you genuinely back yourself and choose yourself, there's just no going back. You are all in once you do it. It's like a, it's, it is like a switch flicks and you can't ever see the world the same way again. You can't ever have limited opportunities. But at the same time, that ferocious fear can kick in. And we often, we resist change, don't we? We resist it because, because we're scared that we'll regret the change. You know, we're, we're, if we aim to do something big, we're, we're frightened that we're going to regret it. Um, and our life or our business will be worse, not better. So we want that crystal ball, really. We want a crystal ball that tells us 100% we're doing the right thing. Generally speaking, there's, there's two things that we fear when it comes to building our dream business. One is fear of failure. And, and this is so logical. I mean, trust me, humans have evolved naturally with a better safe than sorry outlook. You know, it really served us well when uh, the alternative was either stay in the cave or get eaten. But I think we've evolved a bit since those days. And, um, you know, we now have inside us this desire to grow, this desire to expand our horizons and, and experience new things and new ways of living. So when it comes to that fear that kicks in, what are the darkest fears? What are those worst case scenario outcomes that we tend to catastrophize with? And then when you think about that, just think, where's your evidence that those possible outcomes would happen? Get real. Where's your evidence? And maybe it's okay to feel scared. We'll, we'll talk about this in a bit, but I just want to touch on the other thing that we're scared, we tend to be very scared of. And this is a big one for entrepreneurs. I think this is huge. We really fear disapproval. I think many of us have grown up living our lives according to other people's expectations, right? We have a tendency to delegate our decision making to others. And maybe that's our parents or our teachers our friends or, or even, you know, our spouses. I think we, we live our lives according to other people's expectations. So now as a business owner, when you want to make a change or take a risk, uh, maybe you want to completely pivot or, or try something big in your business, 
you're scared that other people won't approve of your decision to do that. So you start to role play in your head what others might say. And that might look like, you know, you're being irresponsible or, oh, you're going to regret it. Or that, you know, the classic, don't expect me to pick up the pieces when this all goes wrong. But one thing I really want you to think about is that those people's opinions can only matter as much as you allow them to. You know, it's really lovely when everyone you share your hopes and dreams with is incredibly supportive and thinks you're absolutely doing the right thing and hands you your good luck card. I mean, that is lovely. Don't get me wrong, but it's not a necessity. You don't have to have the approval of those people. Think about whose opinions matter to you at the moment. And then ask yourself, are their opinions more important than my own? And is it always necessary to share your plans with others? This is a big one. Sometimes as entrepreneurs, particularly when we work with a small team, we almost become oversharers. We share too much with others. We don't allow ideas to percolate properly in our own minds. We don't allow ourselves to get confident with the idea before we share it with other people and invite their input. And their input isn't always useful until we've had time to to bed in an idea with ourselves first. So I want you to ask yourself something now. How would it feel if the only opinion that mattered was yours? Now, I'm not saying that no one else, no one else has good ideas. No, no one else matters. That, that's not the point I'm trying to make here. But wouldn't it be quite liberating if there was only one opinion that really, really mattered to you? And that was your own. It's coming back to choosing yourself again, backing yourself, trusting yourself to make smart decisions. I touched earlier on around this, the way we've been brought up to kind of be very averse to anything that's difficult. Almost we expect everything to be so easy. And the truth is, some things in business are hard. You know, we're surrounded by all these memes and influencers and and, um, social media telling us that we're not supposed to struggle, right? Everything's supposed to come easy to us and flow to us, that we can manifest success by just closing our eyes or clicking our fingers, you know? And it's almost suggested that if that's not the case, then you're on the wrong track. You're doing the wrong thing. You need to try something completely different or even quit completely. That, that really makes me quite mad, actually. It really annoys me because, and, and actually the good news is that I do think we are starting to reconnect to something we already knew deep down. I think we, on some level, we know that some things are easy and effortless and flow to us, but other things in life and business are difficult. They take effort. They require discipline and persistence and above all courage taking big action, taking risks takes courage. You know, bringing the biggest, your biggest vision 
to life, the full fat version of your business, as opposed to this light version, is going to require courage for sure. When you stop playing small in your business, you are going to come up against challenges. You have to make big decisions, take risks, face conflicts. But here's the thing, when we meet those things head on, from a place of courage, from a place of having chosen ourselves, backed ourselves to win, backed ourselves for success, then we start to break down that wall of fear. Brick by brick, we bring it down. We start feeling more courageous. It's like a muscle. The more you exercise courage, the more courageous you become. And suddenly things that freaked us out at first, having to make big decisions, having to get out of our comfort zone and do things that don't feel comfortable. The more you exercise that muscle, the easier it becomes. And here's the other thing, you know, really successful business owners are super confident in their ability to be able to figure things out. We know, you know, Marie Folio had that book with a great title. Uh, I think it was last year that came out, which was Everything is Figure Outable, right? I really, I love that for a book title because it just, it does what it says on the tin, doesn't it? Everything is figure outable. How, you know, how do you start bringing that into the way you embrace challenges? Really successful business owners know that they're capable of learning anything they need to learn to take their business to the next level. And that's the truth. We are. We're resourceful. As entrepreneurs, we are resourceful. We're resilient. We can be persistent and stay motivated. It's why we started our own businesses. And successful owners cultivate courage. They repeatedly face their fears and take action anyway. So what does being courageous mean to you? Have a think about that. What struggles are you currently avoiding that perhaps you could practice embracing? Think about that. Are you willing to cultivate the courage to bring your full fat version of your business to life? What is stopping you? What's stopping you taking off the limits that you're putting on yourself and going big. Okay. So something to think about. And I was dying to dive in because this has come up a couple of times for me just in the last week with, with my private clients. And so if you head over to the show notes, you'll find I do offer 60 minute private coaching sessions with me. You do need to apply for them. Um, because I'm not the right coach for everyone. So you can apply for one of those calls. They're completely free of charge. Coaching is what I love to do. So I like to do as much of it as possible. Hence, this podcast is going to have an element of live coaching too. So think about that. If there's, if this is a subject that's brought up some thoughts for you and you feel like some coaching, private coaching would really help you with this, then apply for a call with me, head to the show notes, get the link. And if you would like to be coached live by me on the podcast, and again, head to the show notes and there'll be another link in there to do that. Well, I hope this has been valuable for you. 
Hope it's got you thinking about the possible limits you're putting on yourself right now, whether you're working on this kind of sanitized version or whether you're going to go all in. I can't wait to hear from you. The other place you can reach me is you can email me, info at jillmokes.com. Anything that you want to share with me about this episode, I'd love to hear from you. It's a new podcast, so obviously I'm dying for some feedback. Otherwise, I will see you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favour, please? Would you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help you put more heads together, reach more ears and expand more minds. Until next week, bye for now. Bye for now.